Okay, reading from the Riyad Bhagavatamrita, Book One, Chapter Two, Text Thirty-Five. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Itam Yukti Sahasraisa. Sri Krishna Sya Kripaspadam Kimvaktyam Kimvaktapyam Kripapatram Iti Krishna Saevahi. I could give you thousands of other reasons why Brahma is the real object of Sri Krishna's mercy. What more needs to be said? He is, in fact, Krishna himself. Omigana Timurandasya, Gananjana Shalakaya, Taksurun Blatamyena, Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha, Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam, Sapitam Yena Bhutale, Sayam Rupa Kadamayam, Tadati Sapadantikam, Pancha kalpa tarubhyascha, kripa sindhu bhayebhacha, patitanam pavanebhyo, vaishnavebhyo namo nama. Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Sri Advaita Gadadhar, Sri Vasadi Gaur Bhakta Brinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So greetings from Govardhan. Um, yeah, the, the rainy season is, it hardly ever rains, but when it rains, uh, I find the weather quite conducive here to spiritual life. Uh, very interesting today. You know, I try to write one article every week. And uh, so much hit me at the beginning of Purushottamamas. As I've written about, I met in the airport, I met some Mormons and I invited them to Vrindavan. And they were great. Young people. Um, and I wrote about that, that they had high moral character and uh, very faithful to their church, but very, very open-minded. They really wanted me to teach them mantra meditation. So I taught them mantra meditation. I took them around Govardhan. I did so many things, like my, my Purushottama Vrata. Uh, I didn't have time time to think what to speak or write. So I thought this morning, what will I write about? It's already Wednesday. And I do have a nature to kind of remain fixed and and, and keep steady. And uh, so I thought Satsrupmaj wrote a book called Just Right. So I just started to 
um, spontaneously write, um, free write. And free write means that you just keep the pen moving and, and you never stop the pen. Even if you say, I don't know what to write, the pen has to move. And what that does, that kind of activates the intelligence. So I did that and I had one or two paragraphs. And then every day I go for lunch with Bhaktivigan Goswami. And he's about 25 minute walk down the road. But I, so when I went to the road, and this really gave me some food for thought. When I went to the road, I saw these sadhus walking around Govardhan Hill, Babaji's. And their feet are wrapped in layers and layers of, of cloth, like layers and layers of cloth. And they're, they're very exhausted and old. And I remember one guy just had his left hand on the shoulder of his friend. And he was just, I, I mean, he was limping around, but be generous. Every time his, his foot could hit the floor, I could find, feel the pain. And there were about 10 of them spaced out in different ways. And I thought, wow. But then I thought I had a question. Why are they going midday? There's a saying in, in, in India, only Englishmen and mad dogs go out in the midday sun. Uh, I don't, it's, you know, it's the rainy season, but it hasn't rained in two, three days. The sun's out. Usually, if you want to do prikram, you do it early in the morning or late at night. And then I, then I remembered. I remembered why. Because I had a friend in Radhakun, Devaki Pran, who used to go around twice a day. And this was a group that goes around two or three times a day. Some people go around three times a day. It's hard to conceive because, honestly speaking, the pace they were going, it meant 18 hours around. And one of them I spoke to, and he said, I'm so sinful. I'm so sinful. And, and the, the voice in his heart wasn't like a psychological aberration. It was the soul in a particular mood of realizing God, <laughs> having your eyes opened and, and losing our material pride. And, and I mean, there's different ways, there's different personalities and different psychologies, even on the highest spiritual platform. The Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu describes the different spiritual personalities. Perfection does not mean everyone becomes the same. They become the same, but they're not the same. It's like different shapes of metal. When they're put in fire, they will become heat and light, but they don't become the same shape, heat and light. So purity is not like that. So it could be a difference. But I, I heard the voice of a soul that was shedding the false ego 
and taking full responsibility for being separated from God in this world. But this is, you know, if you go to the Kumbh Mela, where all the, you know, the sages, the Pasfis, they come from all around India, you know, every 12 years. You ask them why they're doing austerities, and they say it's it's tapa punya, it's it's tapa bumi. India's tapasya, tapa bumi. It's the place of that. And they look at the rest of the world is boga bumi. <laughs> For boga bumi. Well, that would be a horrible name to give someone initiation. Your name is Boga Bumi. Um, so it kind of, kind of struck me. You know, Priyanalpa Yashashrupa Kalavis Minyugajana Manda Sumanda Matea Manda Bhagavad. This world is surcharged with opposition to spiritual life. The conceptions it gives to our minds, our, our, the power of our rationalization to re, reorder any mistake or fault we made as our opulence. Um, it's surcharged with opposition, and, and, and it's good. Vrindavan kind of takes the false ego and allows you to see yourself. And uh, just thinking, what austerity do I do? And these people have, it's, it's not that this is for everyone, but the concept is for everyone, applied in the proper way. And basically what tapasya means is voluntary discomfort to the body. Now, the way it's done in Vaishnavism is we just dedicate ourselves to service. And within that becomes, but the discomfort is important because what does the discomfort do? The, the attachment to the body is a mental conception. And, and the force of that conception or absorption in the platform that is Janma, Mrityu, Jaravyadi, birth, death, disease, and old age, the, 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 the identification with that platform is for to be the enjoyer and controller. So when there is indulgence that's not regulated, it fortifies the, the material conception and therefore, fort, therefore intensifies the egotistical and su the, the, the sufferings of the body and the mind and the ego. So there's some people who realize this and they don't shy away from it because when there's discomfort, the exact opposite happens psychologically. The consciousness is withdrawn from the body. There's one man here, he, I think, 
of this few. They, they, they do 108 obeisances in one place. And they do the distance between two, three light bulbs, light, light poles. And they, they, they do that every day for three years. It takes him three years to complete. And Bhaktivedanta Goswami was speaking to one of them. And he said, he's so happy. He's so happy. So happy just serving Krishna in full consciousness. Tapo divyam yena kaputta sattvam shudye yasmat brangasoka, where it gives unlimited happiness. Yeah, so tomorrow I'll do my poultry walking half around. And then sometime in the week I'll complete it. But necessary. Because on the bodily platform, there is vikara, there are changes. And with each change, there comes some discomfort and pain and distress. And I forgot where I, I got that statement that a, a drop of suffering is, well, an ounce of suffering is felt more than a ton of pain. A ton of happiness. So that that that's the the irony. Those who have that happiness, that, that that indulgence without restriction that is advertised that we may even aspire for, they feel so much more acutely the pleasures and pains of the body. And the pains are felt more intensely. With those simple people, and we see them sometimes. We see them in Colombia. Sometimes, you know, just simple, honest, religious, family-oriented, simple people that do their duties. They get some form of transcendence that gives them the po divyam yena kaputva sattvam shudye yasmat. Brahma Sokyam happiness twanantam unlimited. So now we're we'll we'll continue the Brahma Samhita. I was just preparing for the class because I thought it somehow began it a half hour later than I thought. So we're up to the point where Indra deflects praise and this deflecting of praise is part of the realization of the Vaishnava. And I wrote about that in my Monday morning greetings. When you are seeing God and seeing yourself as his instrument in reality, then we don't become proud. Because even our accomplishments, we have to credit to God. Both what is done and the intelligence to do it. And it's not a, 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 a psychological gymnastics. It's a reality and a fact. We're sparks of consciousness and we get karma. And prakriti kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvasha hankara bhamudhatma 
Kartaham iti manyate. Iti manyate. If you think Kartaham, I am the do, do, doer. You know, that's foolish. That's foolish. There's five factors of action and only one is the endeavor. So our endeavor is part of it, but it's so dependent on so many other factors that we can never take complete credit. So it's very natural for a spiritual person who is seeing God in everything and feeling God in everything, which is feeling his relationship with God, which that person realizes can only be felt in the platform of humility. And therefore it's such an antenna, what is it? It's so antithetical in his consciousness to move from that position, to move from this position. The whole world is trying to move from this position to this position. But for a spiritual person, that position, he's opens his heart, he's opens his consciousness to God's energy of love, to his relationship with God. And he's so fixed in that. And he has a bhav. He has a mood of devotion that permeates his consciousness. And when you have a mood of devotion that permeates your consciousness, then you don't so quickly move from that mood to the mood of the ego. But if you don't have that save above and that consciousness, and that's what your objectives are, that's what your goals, that's what your mind does so easy to move to that platform with the false faith or goal that that's what will nourish the emptiness in our soul. So naturally, when Indra was glorified for his substantial piety of, of, of the king of heaven in association With his younger brother Vamanadev in the in the Swadharma assembly. But he has the consciousness and the praise, and he can just easily deflect it and not again gymnastically, but what look at Brahma. Look at Brahma. I'm a, I'm a, my my whole life in this embodied consciousness is I I appear every seventy. I live seventy two minutes in a day of Brahma. I live seventy two minutes in a day of Brahma. That is the power of my existence, and Lord Brahma lives. And we we quoted this last time. Um, One thousand times four million three hundred thousand times two times three hundred sixty-five times a hundred. That's Lord Brahma, and he's so 
It's not just he's intelligent, but God has empowered him and is using his piety of 100 births following Von Ashram perfectly and taking the, the position of Lord Brahma. He's using it in service, and that's so glorious. So he, he's saying, look at Brahma. He's so intelligent, but not just intelligent, but that intelligence is being used for God. He is organizing. He's the dispenser of organizing the system of how the world moves to, to bestow karma, good and bad, on all the living entities in the planet, the innumerable living entities moving around and the complications. Brahma has got it down. Who is Lord Brahma? And Atmabu, he's born directly from God. And here, he said, I, I can give you a thousand reasons. Indra said, if you're looking now, remember what Narada's intelligent, Narada's intelligent objective, which is should be our objective, is what? Sadhu Sangha. I think if, if someone said, I just tell Guru Maharaj, Maharaj, just tell me one thing, the spiritual life, seek Sadhu Sangha. Seek Sadhu Sangha. Well, I don't find any Sadhu Sangha. Pray for Sadhu Sangha. Because there's a transcendental system. God hears the desires in your heart. And if it's for the truth, he will have the truth manifest to you. That's how the system works. And, and if you're not getting it, then it's only his mercy to increase your desire. Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sarva Shastra Hoy, Sadhu Sangha, Lava Matra, Sarva Siddhi Hoy. A Lava Matra, just a fraction of inspiration from someone who's immersed deep in Krishna can give all perfection. So, Okay, it means the electricity went off and it's run on the inverter. I'm going to shut off the fan. Anyway, that natural devotion, Indra, no, Brahma, and he says, I can give a thousand reasons. Just by enumerating the level of service of Lord Brahma. It's not that he has a position. But he has a position of service. It's not a position of control. A devotee may have control, but he may take it as a service. It's always consciousness and not activities which give something spiritual value. That's the whole essence of the Bhagavad Gita. It's fought in the war. Why? Because one of the things it wants to show is that what makes something spiritual is consciousness and not necessarily activity. 
And therefore, the, the activity that Krishna will demonstrate at this is the most extreme, horrible material activity, which is killing in war, in a fratricidal war, where, where loved ones are on the other side. Because you, you, if you want to demonstrate something, bring it, give an extreme example. It highlights it. It's consciousness. So Lord Brahma, yes, he's 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 controlling. But the consciousness, it's service. And now he says, but but I can give you something. But what, what more need to see? He is Krishna himself. He is. What to speak that he's vaktavyam. Vaktavyam kripa patram. Patram. He's a recipient of kripa. What can I tell you? He's actually Krishna. And what does it mean that he's actually Krishna? He's empowered by Krishna to do the work of Krishna, as if Krishna was doing it. And that's called Shaktyavesh Avatar. That you are empowered, like Vyasadeva is, a, is a, it's a post, but sometimes we say he's an incarnation because he's, but Vyasadeva, he's a godly editor, mean that he is editing as if Vyasadeva is editing. So Lord Brahma is creating as if Krishna was creating. So he is Shaktivesh avatar. So what to speak of being a Kripa Patra, a Patra, a receptacle of Krishna's mercy. What to speak of being receptacle of Krishna's mercy? He is invested with the full potency of Krishna to do a service for Krishna as if Krishna was doing it himself. So, Tachruti Smriti Vakyebhya Prasidam Gayate Tvaya Anyacha tasya mahamyam talokanam api prabho. You know this. You know this. Since it is proclaimed in both Shruti and Smriti, you must be also be familiar, my Lord, with other aspects of Brahma's greatness and the greatness of the residence of his platform. It's hard to follow, but I'm gonna to have to read a little bit because I was in the process of doing so when Rati Krishna saved the day and called me. Many scriptures, including Srimad Bhagavatam, teach that Lord Brahma is an empowered incarnation of Vishnu. And then there's a long, Sanskrit statement of Bhagavatam. Lord Vishnu said, Brahma, Lord Shiva, and I are the supreme cause of the material manifestation. 
I am the super soul, the self-sufficient witness, but impersonally, there is no difference between Brahma, Lord Shiva, and me. Impersonally. It means they're different persons, but in terms of energy, it's the same energy. It just manifests in Lord Shiva for destruction. That same energy that manifests in me for maintenance is the same energy that manifests in Brahma for creation. It's just like the prison house and the university. It's the same energy. It's the government energy. It, it manifests in different ways. I act through my material. I am the original personality of God, but in order to create, maintain, and annihilate this cosmic manifestation, I act through my material energy and according to the different grades of activities, my representations are differently named. So according to the activity, then they're their creation. Then I'm named this. Destruction, I'm named this. Vishnu, I'm named this. We are all guna avatar. We are avatars of the different qualities. So this is the case that Indra is making. This is real. You want to get real mercy of Krishna? Then be his instrument so he empowers you. Don't be resistant. Be his instrument. And that's glorious. And one who does that is worthy of, 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 of praise and worship. And what is the person's greatness? It's not his abilities. It's his acquiescence to the control and, and, and empowerment of Krishna to use those abilities. And therefore, when you see that, you don't just see the activity you see the energy of Krishna and how wonderful that is. It's just like Prabhupada. This was like an, an amazing story. Uh, 11 days after Prabhupada passed away, we had the function. His samadhis weren't there. It was an empty lot and we had the function for Prabhupada. And I remember that day I was walking up the Gurukul building. I told this story several times. I'm not sure everybody heard it, but going up the Gurukul building and then um, walking down the steps was Jai Pataka Maharaj, who had just spoke to Prabhupada's godbrother, Bhakti Rakshakashrita Maharaj. And, and, and Srila Jai Pataka Maharaj looked at me and said, um, Uh, I just spoke to Sridhar Maharaj and he said that Prabhupada was a Shaktivesh avatar for preaching Krishna consciousness. And then I thought about what does that mean? Prabhupada was preaching Krishna consciousness as if Krishna was doing it. It was, I, 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 I came with a saying, if Lord Chaitanya arrived in New York, the Leela wouldn't be any different. Not any more glorious, not any more dynamic, not any more accomplished. He was shocked to Vesh. And therefore, when you're not envious and you see something like that, 
when someone possesses that energy of God, it's, it's so glorious. It's so glorious. So what to speak of Lord Brahma? So he quotes again from the Bhagavatam. One who does not consider Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, or the living entities in general to be separate from the Supreme Lord and knows Brahman actually realizes peace. Others do not. Narada sees the Mahapurusha Brahma Loka. Oh, oh, that's it. Oh, okay, next verse. Okay. Sri Parikshit Uvacha, Indrasya Vachanam Shrutva, Sadubho Sadviti Bhuvan, Tavavan Brahmano Lokan, Bhagavan Naradogata. Sri Parikshit said, having heard these words from Indra, godly Narada replied, Well said, sir, well said, and hastily went to Brahma's planet. So, um, again, now we'll see the glory of Lord Brahma, not just from the from Indra's perception. Now, let's see what he actually sees to confirm. But what it'll confirm is, is the glories of Lord, Lord Brahma, but not that Lord Brahma is the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy. Because he'll refer to someone higher, even. The Darsha, Chattatasteshu, Prasena, Parameshwara, Mahapurusha, Rupena. Chitta Mandala Mandita. He then beheld, beheld among the sages, the Supreme Lord in his Mahapurush form, looking very much satisfied, decorated with crowns of matted locks. Because one thing Indra told him is that um, that when he would come, he would see on Lord Brahma's planet, the form of Vishnu being worshipped. And that's certainly mercy. Service is mercy. To have worship is mercy. That's why when the coward boys went to the Brahmins to beg for food, and really what they were doing is giving them service for Krishna. They said, they said, Badram Te, all auspicious to you. Because service is the most valuable thing. Loving responsiveness to God. The facility for loving responsiveness to God. That's what we should all be seeking. That's what we should all be praying for. Loving responsiveness to God through the faculty of the mind, the bodies, and words. So that's mercy. 
So the Lord in his thousand-headed form, the personification of sacrifice, had appeared there with his consort just to accept offerings and delight his worshipers. To enliven lotus-born Brahma, the Lord consumed all the items offered to him, placing them in his thousand mouths with his thousand hands. Om Param Param. You can just see Lord Brahma offering and God accepting. Bhumte Bojiatai Chaiva, giving and accepting. And in relationship to God, these are stirrings of the heart, the six loving exchanges, the Dati Pritagrinati, giving and accepting gifts. Guyamayachi Prichati, explaining in confidence and, and learning in confidence, exchanging, and bumte, bojiate, chaiva, and giving food, accepting food. So he goes there and he just sees this the offering of prayers and food. So it's all a manifestation of love. When I was in the Krishna Balaram Mandir the other day, When I was in the Krishna Balaram Mandir, um, the whole back was covered with flowers. I understood on the first day of Purushottamamas, they would um, be decorating the flowers, the temple with five or $6,000 worth of flowers in very, very beautiful ways. And uh, um, when you see that, you're seeing love, because love is, is a concrete expression of love. That's why we feel that the ultimate reality, if it's love, then there's Leela. Because love means a concrete expression of love through the fact that it's in mind, body, and words. So when you see beautiful food offered in love, if you see, you, know, you see flowers offered in love, you're actually experiencing that love yourself. So when Lord Brahma is coming and there's a thousand-headed form and there's just so much sacrifice and mantras chanting and homas and offerings, you can just say that this is God's mercy to have a, 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 a temple of love, to have a planet of love, to have a family of love, where you can actually see that love, concrete manifestation of that love. Again, that's why I think Krishna Leela is a reasonable expression of, of 
the absolute reality because if the absolute reality is love then there's a beautiful concrete expression of that love so we'll just read one more verse after awarding the performer of sacrifice the benedictions they decide Lord Mahaparush went to his sleeping quarters as goddess Lakshmi massaged his feet. He entered his pastime of sleep. At the Lord's request, Brahma then instructed his sons to continue the sacrifice while he went to his royal court to deliberate on the management of the universe. As Brahma sat captively on his universal throne, absorbed in hearing and reciting, the glories of the Lord, tears flowed from his eight eyes, surrounding Lord Brahma in attendance with the personified powers of universal rulership. Narada came close, offered respects to his father by falling to the ground like a stick and then spoke. So this is what he saw. He saw just an incredible manifestation of service. Okay, excuse me for being late again. I just got mixed up with the times. Um, Jamuna Jaya, anything stuck with you? Any point? Uh, oops. Yes, my eyes got technical difficulty. There I am. No, there I am. <laughs> Thank you so much for class, eyes. I'm really appreciating um, that one. It's a one line that was really great. Don't be resistant, be his instrument. I really love that so much. And I just love the point you're making about Lord Brahma. He has the capacity to control, but his consciousness is not one of control. It's of service. And that that's really so wonderful. You may be occasionally put in a position of control, but it's, it's about the consciousness. So I was really appreciating those two points today. That's so, so important. The con and, and, and that's why it's so dangerous to have a position because... It could invoke material consciousness, which covers devotion, but it doesn't have to be. And uh, and when someone does have a position and it doesn't cover their consciousness, then that's such a demonstration of, of, of devotion. I remember Dr. Fakir Mohan, he came to the Govardhan, we asked him to the class, and I was there, Indra Swami was there, and Vijayad Waitamaraj was there. So we asked him to give class. So before the class, he bowed down to each sannyasi, grabbed their hands affectionately, and said, bless me, I know nothing. <laughs> and he was actually the most learned Vaishnava practically on the planet, I mean. I mean, he had a PhD and a doctor of literature in the origins of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. What to speak of, he was the chairman of the Sanskrit department of the biggest university in India. You know, so what to speak that we asked him this, and came to Karti, Srimati asked him to speak on Manasiksha, Guru Goste, Gostali, Shu, Sujana Bhusharagane, Samantri, Sri Namdi. And he, he spoke on the first word for one month. 
what to speak when he was in Arissa. The devotee lived in Bhuvaneshwar. They came to him and asked him to speak. He wanted to speak on Udilo Aranukirtan. And when he got to the, the line, this temporary material world is full of suffering. Take shelter of the holy name of Krishna as your only business. He spoke for three years on that. But then when he gave class, he, he said, bless me, I know nothing. So, and, and feeling really deeply in the heart. Krishna says, I'm in everyone's heart. For me comes remembrance, forgetfulness, and knowledge, and knowing that. Okay, Jamuna Jaya, Haribo. Okay, anybody else like to share something? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just want to confirm that when you, I think you said that when we see expressions, practical expressions of love, that is mercy, when we observe that. And the reason why it's mercy is because seeing the expressions of love invokes our own love. It does. Like if we go to the temple, you know, one of the inspirations for love is love. Just like if um, one wants to have a, a feeling of parental love for Krishna, one of the inspirations for that love is Mother Yasoda. So seeing love is an inspiration for love, if you have that same objective. So you go to the temple and you just see. Or if, 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 if there's like a Jadmastavi, and then they cook the thousand and eight preparations and they put them on the altar and you looked at them. You, you, the appreciation be what? Not there were so many varieties of food. There was so much devotion offered. Yes, yeah. yeah, so you got it exactly, Gail. Okay, Maharaj. Thank you so much. Weeks in a row of your causeless mercy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Anybody else like this? Say hello. Hare Krishna Gurudev. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for the class. I'm also remembering the mercy aspect and how you say that any achievement in our life is the mercy and intelligent to do so is the intelligence to do so is the mercy. And also that opportunity to worship and worship itself is the mercy. It's, it's really sweet. <laughs> it is. What we do and the intelligence to do it is given by Krishna. And what we are given to do is also the mercy of Krishna. Yes, yeah, very sweet. Jai Thank you, <laughs> Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Hey, Tota, Haribo. Haribo. So glad to hear you're going to run Govardhan tomorrow. Yeah, well, now, now I'm bound to do it that I announced it. Uh -huh. <laughs> no pressure. Okay, anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you for class. Hi, Isabel, Haribo. Good to see you. Haribo. I always too. worry about you're looking at my classes because you you I, you look at the screen and, and the cars, but anyway. Okay, anybody? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Well, you're stuck in traffic, so you, it can't be such a bad accident. Anybody exactly. else say hello? 
Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Krishna Amrita. Thank you so much for the class. There were so many important things for me, but connection and internet is not good. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me, please. Okay, good. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Thank you for the class. Some more people like to just touch base to go over it on here. Thank you for your class. Aris is here. Oh, nice to see you. Thank you. You're so regular in all the classes. That's great. Thank you. Anybody else? Hello? Okay. The great American couple. You're... <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll call me in about 10 minutes, right? Yes, Maharaj. That works for you. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else say hello? Uh, hey, Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Chad. I'm, I'm also driving like Isabella, but I, I definitely appreciated your class and um, really meditating on, you know, being an instrument, which is um, sometimes we lose our own value and self-worth and, 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 just remembering that's that's our true uh, essence. Um, very helpful. Thanks, Chad. Great to see you on. Great. Anybody else? Hi, Maharaj. It's Ward. Um, I met you at Sasrut Maharaj's devotee meeting last uh, or a few weeks hey, ago. I was wondering. It's nice that you came on, Ward, because I I saw the name. And I was kind of wondering who it was from Connecticut, right? From Connecticut, yes, sir. Okay, thanks, Ward. Thank you, Maharaj. I was wondering who is this? I never heard the name, but now I remember. Okay, great. Who else? Hey, Krishna Garaj, it's all Govinda. Thank you for class. Hey, Hari Bal. Good to see you. you. Thank you. Okay, I'm looking at the names. If anybody else wants to say, I see who's on. Anybody else wants to announce himself? Otherwise, I'm going to go. Okay, we'll go. Vanshakopa, Trubius, Jaffa, Kisindu, Babe.